Welcome to This Bitch with Sarah Weinshank and Kim Congdon. Welcome to another episode of This Bitch Podcast. I'm Kim Congdon. And I'm Sarah Weinchank. Yeah. We just got high as fuck. Oh my we god, did. look how red my eyes are. What are you gonna look do? How red your you smoked that are. good shit. We smoked that good good. We you smoked know. that Joey Diaz. We smoked that motherfucking laughing gas. It's the best weed. It is the best weed. We love laughing gas. Yeah. If you're not if you haven't tried laughing gas, you need to. Go to your local dispensary. Listen, we're not fucking with you. We smoke all the weed. We smoke. Look at me right now. We almost have to stop. I mean, (laughs) it's too good. You have like a very like your you have a snoop energy right now. I do have snoop energy. It's it's the braids with the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) She's giving snoop. (laughs) She's giving. She's giving. Um, it's euphoria meets snoop. Like I kind of got to like chill and like. That's yeah, yeah. yeah it's that like, fucking laughing gas, bro. Hit them up. Go to the ice cream shop, mm-hmm. Studio City, baby. Hit them up at Laughing Gas on Instagram. Tell them that you heard it. They got us really high. They got us high as high, high as balls. Um, we're gonna talk about the song I played for you the oh, other day, dude. You know the thing is about Sarah is like we like to take trips together. You and I. We love a, a beach, beach day. day. Not us talking at the same best time. Best friends. <laughs> We're best, best friends. friends. We complete each other's <laughs> sentences. <Foods. laughs> not you not yes ending when I oh. needed you most. We complete each other's sentences. Okay. It just got a little like children's programming. So it made me feel weird. We love a beach day, but this bitch's music sucks. Okay, that's not fair to say that <laughs> that it sucks. It sucks. I don't think it's, it's so. I, I think dude, so, sometimes I surprise you and myself. Okay, um, I'm a multi-dimensional being. When I, we were doing shows in Austin, when we were when we were doing shows in Austin, when we were doing shows in Austin, what? You, uh, we were getting ready for a show, and like we had just traveled. And like we're about to go out and we're trying to get our energy up. And this bitch is in her room getting ready to like the shit like she was listening to was like what it sounds like in a movie when they're at the funeral. Yeah, because what gives me energy is not the same thing that gives you energy. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) that is not what it sounds like. That is not what it sounds like. (laughs) That's not what it sounds like. Okay, so (laughs) specifically when we were driving. (laughs) I'm in my room like. If you're a bad bitch, put your ass in the air. Put your ass on the ground. Get that money right now. If you're a bad bitch. If you're a bad bitch. If you're a bad bitch, put your ass in the air. Put your ass in the ground. Get my money up. Now, now, now. Uh, Turn it up. And she's in there. I don't listen to music. I don't listen to music that you can twerk to. I'm not trying to make these cheeks clap. Now put his dick in your mouth and suck it out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Shut up. It's like two totally different rooms. At the we stayed okay. when we were in Austin. We stayed in Airbnb, and the music from the rooms it was wildly different. But every once in a while, she'll say, "Hey, I gotta play you this song," and I'll love it, and then I'll play that song over for a month. <laughs> Dude, I'll know. I'll see her like three years later. She'll be like, "Have you heard this?" I go, "Yeah, I showed it to you." Four like, years like ago. like the one Kanye song I know. <laughs> I'm like, you oh, know. Listen, this bitch has played out Ghost Town. Honey. I showed it to her once manifesting under a moon and it's, she's never been the same, sweetie. She joined the Sunday church service after that. Not me getting energy from a little bit of Kanye from time to time. <laughs> okay, wait. So I'm going to, do you want me to play you the Fiona Apple song that I played? That triggered you? me? That triggered you. Yeah, if it's the one. Can you play it like in the middle? Don't start from the beginning. Like put it well, like the in the mid- middle. The beginning is also tragic. I mean, for you. Okay, I'm going to play the song. I want everyone I to I already know. I'm going to be triggered by two things. We'll, we'll, and we'll see if they both happen. I'm going to play, the, I'm going to play the song in the mic the right way. <laughs> she knows. Bitch, I know. She knows. I know how to use the mic, okay? Okay, let's see if she remembers. Pressure's on. She has already has it on the back of the microphone. This is not looking good. Oh, it's here. No. <laughs> it's here. Oh, it's here. I don't know how much of this we can play, so we should fast forward to the parts that could legally... I don't know if we could just sit through Fiona's intro. <laughs> this is the problem already. It's like... Get into hold it, on, bit. Look on, at her. Look on. at her shaking. She wants Fiona on <laughs> some. This bitch is a crack addict. For hold on. It's like if Vanessa Carlton was angry on opioids. No, this is what this is what I think. I think that there's something about Fiona Apple that appeals to the the inner angry white bitch inside of me. And during I, the pandemic, bitches were rocking back and forth to this album. Can I tell you my problem with the music? Yeah. I like my music. The reason I do like twerk and like rap, I only listen to specific kinds of rap now. I only listen to rap music about making money, having nice cars, having nice houses, getting that bag, getting, (laughs) getting, not waiting in lines, getting past security, being on rooftops, living the life that I want. When I hear this white bitch going like, I only cry on my floor every night. All I do is cry. Things make me sad. Men make me sad. Men, they hurt me all the time. Men, they hurt me all the time. Dude, I can't. Fiona Apple I can't. is an icon, a legend. You either get her or you don't. I don't. I mean, your impression of her was fairly good. She makes noises I didn't even know could come out of a human's mouth. I I swear one part of that song when I heard it, she was like making like it was just like like she was going like weep wop and there'd be like music in the background. She's like wop wop. Like it was like some cuckoo shit. Like I don't know what happened. Like I swear, you know, Apple triggers you so 
much. I want to tell you that you played the nicest of Fiona Apple's song. No, I didn't. She was like, I only want a man to me never know now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, get that bag. Make those that ass clap. You know what we have to talk about today. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Please don't bring it up. I know we talked about talking about it, but you know how I feel. It's going to be bad. Let me tell you, there are times you in life. rip the bandaid off? Well, there are times in life when you do things that are embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Snoop you're. Kim? Snoopy Kim? Snoopy Kim. Snoopy Kim is here to talk about. Everybody has done embarrassing things. You're listening to this podcast right now. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a fan of this bitch podcast, and we appreciate you. But you probably have done something embarrassing. You probably every once in a while it creeps up when you're washing a dish, when you're when, when you're, you're in the shower shaving, in the shower, your, legs shaving your legs, when you're praying to God about how grateful you are for everything. It just kind of interrupts. Sometimes those embarrassing thoughts creep in and you literally have to physically shudder them out of your head again. Am I wrong? You're 100% right. Sometimes you're just brushing your teeth. You're really getting in there. You're flossing. And there it is. The moment of shame hits you. And let's talk about this moment of shame that we collectively shared. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone? <laughs> okay. So okay. Sarah and I are young, hungry comics years ago. Hungry. Still. Hungry. Now, we're, now you know what? We're, it's like, you know. We're satiated. Like, we, are, <laughs> we are exactly, you know how we feel? We feel exactly how our brunch felt now. It's like, no, we're not hungry. We're fed, but not enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we were dying of starvation. Now we're just, uh, we're fed enough to not be hungry anymore but never feel full <laughs> yeah exactly um <clears throat> but when we were young hungry comics we had dreams <laughs> you, you know what i know i'm noticing what is you don't want to get to the meat of the story because it's, <laughs> it's actually so humiliating that even like saying it out loud makes us both feel shy and embarrassed yeah it's really and bad we have it's it's one of those moments where we both collectively feel shame and embarrassment. Yes. Is this confession? If this is these are our confessions. Uh, Xavier, can you put up he won't, but I'll do the images. <laughs> this is what I <laughs> this is what I would imagine. Or if you do, if you can't I don't even know if this is possible, is what I'm saying. Um these are my confessions. Maybe Usher pops up behind us and goes, These are my confessions. She's she <laughs> <laughs> I have listen. I'm a visionary. Wait, I just need confessions, and then Usher pops out. That's yeah. what you're saying. These are our confessions. You can use this audio. Let's say it. one, two, three. These, These are, are our confessions. confessions. <laughs> I'm just getting canceled for being bad Usher impersonators. What is that cancelable? I don't know. Oh, okay. I feel like I felt like what I did was. What you thought you appropriate confessions like you thought, who do I think I am? You thought trying to sing good was culturally appropriating black people. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's kind of true. There, <laughs> they are the best singers. Um, <clears throat> Tell them. I don't know, dude. You're you're getting cold feet now, huh? Everyone's got secrets, and maybe everyone deserves. No, okay, I'll them. I'll tell. No. Them. 
I'm going to do it. No. We had it on the list of things to talk about. No. And you know, she I'll circle back. Sarah finishes the list. She starts for I this pod. Sweetie. It's almost a mistake to make a list for the pod. <clears throat> Not her getting offended. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we decided that we were going to make a web series. We poured our hearts into the web series. Honey. Not only was it a web series, it was a script. Whew. Two two young girls in their early 20s in Hollywood. Great idea. Bling. Wow. This could make us money. Next day, we're writing a script. We're writing a script. We spend months on it. We spend months on it. Almost so, like seven, eight months. And remember you had your day job? Mm-hmm. And I had a day job, and mm-hmm. then we would meet up and write the script. Mm-hmm. And we really believed in it. Mm-hmm. And then we shot... <laughs> We shot. It's on YouTube still. We shot a whole web series. It's called Half Full. It's on YouTube still. It's still on YouTube. You guys can go see it. Um, <laughs> not me access. pitching the show. No, I was trying to sell it still. <laughs> <laughs> we we're like, we leave it up in case anybody, in case anybody wants to throw, throw a couple of hundred thousand at it. Honey. It's online. You can find it. But we pour our hearts into it. Mm-hmm. Right? We mm-hmm. play two sisters mm-hmm. who are opposites. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, great idea. Great also. idea. Great That's idea. who we are. We, and it came out great. It did. After a lot of tinkering. The, 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 <laughs> the writing of it. The writing of yeah. it came out great. Yeah. And the web series came out great. Yes. We were feeling very confident about it. Yeah. So we'd go ahead. <laughs> it's, I can't believe that we're saying this out loud. Just, we were like, we were like, it's also it was, it's also good, but we live in, to be realistic, we live in, it was the first thing, I think it was the first thing I'd ever written. Was it the first thing you'd ever written like that? Yeah. Um, and we live in Hollywood where th- hundreds of thousands of people are trying to write and sell things. So it's like, but when you're, when you're like us and you are actual geniuses and you believe in your shit <laughs> you really want to fucking sell that shit so we were like we gotta get it anywhere we can <laughs> <laughs> so we, see- we wait wait no. <laughs> so we're trying to get it into any hands we can i mean at one point i think that I, I mean, we were, we were giving it to everyone we knew. We were asking everyone to read it. We were circling back to see if they read it. We were so annoying. We were asking, like, you think it could be big? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I still do. It could still be. Okay. So, so, uh, um, so even at one point, I was um, doing some assisting for. A woman who worked at Comedy Central, she was doing a sketch and her husband was like a uh, like a like a a, the head of Comedy Central. And I remember me and Sarah discussed if I should just leave the script on his toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we did it. (gasps) That would be so intrusive if he was just shitting. I think we should have left it on this toilet. You think so? Leave in the comments if we should have what you think we should have done. If I should have left the script on his toilet, that's so insane to go sneak into his master bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, moment, I was in there too. I was like, I could have left it here. Shit. <laughs> um, so we're like, we need to get it into someone's hands that's in comedy, but also in movies. Then. 
we saw that Judd <laughs> Apatow was in town. Not Judd Apatow being at the improv. <laughs> Not just looking up Judd Apatow's Schedule. calendar. Not us going to the improv with a laptop headphones. <laughs> no, we even brought, no, we even set up a chair for we Judd <laughs> Wait, not even that. Don't even. <laughs> we're not even there yet. We're not even there yet. Oh, we set, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We set up. We set, <laughs> now you're pre-coming the Judd story. <laughs> we fucking. We were waiting outside for him out of his he show said, like stalkers. Like, he said, literally. He said, no, I asked him. He said, I'm going to go do a set. But then afterward, I'm sitting next to him. He's got his legal pad. He's looking at his jokes. And we're like, we have. We want to show you something we made. Mr. Apatow. <laughs> Mr. Apatow, Mr. Apatow, sir, can we have a minute of your time? <laughs> also, you know, me and Sarah, this was almost nine years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and me and Sarah would quite literally never do this now. I can't even look at Judd when I, I see I, him. I've never looked at Judd again. <laughs> <laughs> when I see him, I act I, like I'm famous and he's a stalker. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, get away, <gasps> so, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I bet, do you think he would even remember? I hope not, but I'm sure he's but seen it's crazier so things. Weird. It, it's memorable. That's good. We should pitch again. <laughs> Let's <laughs> check his calendar. Home and telling his his wife about his day. Oh yeah. And then these two crazy psychos, <laughs> these two fucking feral psychos, <laughs> came and made me sit. They had a chair. We even brought him a new clean pair. We were like, we have you a clean new pair of headphones. Too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Not the Where new- do we get the headphones? We're professional. <laughs> we went and bought them. I remember. We were like, Judd wouldn't want to use. We are like, he'll say no. He doesn't use. We gave him no excuse not to watch. The <laughs> we're like, we have to have the headphones. We have to have. Clean headphones. Computer. He's not going to just put a strange person's headphones in. We got to get him a new pair of headphones to and listen. And then on the, way, on the way there, we're like, is the video ready? Is it ready? Because when we open it up, you just got to be able to push it and play it. So make sure it's all downloaded. It's on play. Which also is all very professional. I'm not going to lie. The pitch. I mean, you can't pitch someone who doesn't know there's a pitch coming. <laughs> That's the problem. That's that was the, the only problem. the pitch was good. <laughs> <laughs> the problem was how we went about it. <laughs> we were a little invasive about it. We stalked him. So it's I know so Judd's definitely watching this. He's a huge fan of our podcast, obviously. Who isn't? So we'd like to send a formal apology from this bitch podcast for yeah, stalking you. I think you. like maybe we, ju- um, we should be like. Oh, wait, go. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Mr. Apatow. (laughs) Mr. Apatow, we're sorry. We're sorry for bombarding you in the parking lot of the improv about 10 years ago with our pilot. And we hope we can move forward in a business relationship. (laughs) No, no, you're winking at me. He can see us. No, she didn't wink at me, Mr. Apatow. She had something in her eye, Mr. Apatow. Oh, sorry, Mr. Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> Not my 
watching the apology to Mr. Apatow. <laughs> no, stop it. You still can see it. Ah! We're still on. Mr. Apatow, we're really, really sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, we realize that your time is precious. And in the future, we didn't mean to do that in front of also Jeremiah Watkins. Not, oh! We had a witness. That was the most embarrassing. That was the most embarrassing part. Stop. That was the most embarrassing part. <laughs> Jeremiah was up there, you know, trying to fucking snooze it up with <laughs> old Appetop. <laughs> you can't say he wasn't trying to go up buddy buddy with Appetop. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking Jeremiah. We came in Jeremiah without- be working too. Okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we came in harder. Jeremiah thought can we came. Jeremiah was like, "Oh, Mr. Avatar, I love all of your movies, sir. <laughs> no, do you want to see my impression?" And then we came in like, "Sit down, Mr. Toe." <laughs> we have a chair for you. We have headphones chair. We for have you. Headphones. It's gonna take one minute, sir. Please. Yeah, one minute. And then I- we watched I- him. <laughs> what? Let us cucking him. We watched him watch our project. No, I'm going to pass. I'm so dizzy. <laughs> Every time I tell this story, I get so dizzy. Please, no. I can't. Mr. Apatow, we're so sorry. <sighs> and yeah, we watched him. And then what did he I do? I can't see anymore. The, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> and then, I'm getting faint. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm faint. When you, I don't. I'm done talking about it. No, and then you have to talk about what happened after. What happened after he saw it? What was his first reaction? Said, and Jeremiah watched him watch us watch goes, it. <laughs> Make more. <laughs> Not us being like we. We already made them. We made. We made, we made more. <laughs> no, we literally said we made more. We'll email you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a full script, Miss Rabbit. Out. What's your email? Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Susan. 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 Crying. Where can I send where can I send the other stuff to? Susan. <laughs> then No wait, wait, Susan, Susan. <laughs> What's up guys? Welcome to the halfway point of the show where we tell you about our favorite beverage and that's Liquid death. Fuck yeah. Some days you just want a big one in your hand and you grab a tall boy of liquid <laughs> motherfucking death. This can does feel a little naughty. I'm not going to lie. That's why I love it. Yeah. When you go on stage, it feels like you're drinking a beer, but it's water. It's fucking sick. It's mountain water. Why is it called liquid death? Because it will murder your thirst and their recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles. They donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help plastic pollution. And we love that. We love uh, here over at this bitch we're lovers of earth we are we're lovers of earth sue us yeah and also they have different flavors they got sparkling they got mango they got berry they got mm. lime mm. i love the sparkling i love the sparkling i like the lime it's a great mixer mm-hmm. if you're a drinker um and yeah you get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash tks that's liquiddeath.com slash TKS. Or you can grab some at Whole Foods, 7-Eleven, Albertson, Safeway, and Amazon. So kill your thirst with liquid death. Let's get back into the show. <gasps> in fact, in fact, we do have <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, it's so bad. <laughs> It's the most embarrassing thing. (laughs) The podcast is just a sobbing. (laughs) It's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to us. (laughs) 
<laughs> We're sorry, Mr. Abadro. Stop apologizing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really am so sorry. <laughs> physically ill from recapping, <laughs> <laughs> recapping a collective trauma. This is one of the worst things I've ever done. It's definitely, without a doubt, one of the worst things I've ever done. But then you hear, but then every once in a while you hear a story of someone who did something a little outside the box. Oh, yeah, and they make it. And they make it. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so then he gives us his assistant's email and we're like, that went so well. <laughs> Not us living in this sick fantasy. We're like, that went so well, dude. He's got to the show is genius. <laughs> the show is genius. What kind of car are you getting? I, Lambo, honey. Yeah, we both said Lambos, I think. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Dude. It's, Dude. It feels good to get it off our chest. Do though. you feel better? Yeah, like, you know what? I, okay, I did hear this, and, and <laughs> this is funny, but also true. I heard that the best way to combat shame is with vulnerability. And we just did that. We were you know, vulnerable with our audience. We didn't have to tell them. We tell them everything. No, they, they know us much. better than we know us. Yeah, you guys know us really well at this point. And it's only been a few months. We really spill. We, we really, yeah. <laughs> we really let it all out, sweetie. We leave it all on the Sometimes floor, I baby. tell my therapist, I'm like, listen to my pods. If you think I'm lying, cause you'll catch it in the pod. <laughs> I tell everything on there. Dude, it does feel better, and you know, <laughs> not us both feeling like we—that was therapy. I cried, I full cried. You real cried. I real cried on the podcast, but I'm that's on too how much Prozac for that, honey. But Judd, if I could, I would. Not you auditioning. <laughs> hold on. Oh, not you auditioning. Oh, here she goes. Okay, hold on. Ah, uh, action! I'm Judd. Action. No. I'm sorry, Mr. Abijal. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You look like you were coming. It's because, first of all, I'm on so much Prozac, I can't even generate a goddamn tear. <laughs> and it works, honey. If you're, if you're tired of feeling everything, get on an SSRI. Not the SSRI wink. <laughs> Listen, get it get an SSRI and a pair of grippy socks. She'll be <laughs> You'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> if you know about the grippy socks. Sound off in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> Sound off. Sound off. You should Sound get sponsored off. by Grippy Socks. Team, Hell yeah. Team fifty one fifty. Um my God. You know, it's so embarrassing being a human. But it felt good to let that one out. No, it, does. it felt like, you know, when you're constipated and then you shit. Sorry yeah. to bring shit into You know, I don't talk about shit. Yeah, I was really shocked that that would be your example. But that's just what came out. It was like, it was like. No pun intended. We had to purge that. That was like an ayahuasca trip. That was like an ayahuasca <laughs> trip. The Judd story the Judd of story. 20. What year was that? 20. I really want to hope it was 20. 
12 12 would make sense maybe 2013 a little too soon very least 2014 no no i couldn't have been no it had to have been it had to be 20 that's that's 2013 or before behavior well you know we really put ourselves out there in the beginning yeah we did. And then you get exhausted. And we still, and we still do, We're sweetie. still out here working, honey. Listen. The wicked don't sleep. <laughs> I wasn't planning on saying that. It just came out. <laughs> the wicked don't sleep. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I mean. So now our, we, when we see Jeremiah. Well, yeah, Jeremiah always has that image of us, like, in the back of his head, I think. You know? Like the, I think doing a presentation, but you know what, when we brought it up, we talked about this briefly on his podcast, we brought up this story and, um, he didn't remember. No, I think he remembered. Oh, he did remember. Don't pretend like he didn't remember. I blocked Nobody forgets a soft pitch in a parking lot. Yeah. With the lawn chair set up. With the lawn chair set up. Oh, not Judd sitting in a lawn chair with our headphones in his ear, watching our thing in front of. With my outdated Mac that barely downloads. I'm like, uh, hold on. (laughs) (sighs) He should have saw something in us. We had drive like Kanye, dude. I like that. I'm proud of us. That takes balls. We have It's psychotic, but that took fucking balls. Yeah, my balls have since shrunk. Yeah, same. I'm like, sorry to bother you, sir, but uh, (laughs) could you stop molesting me? (laughs) Can I get a spot? (laughs) Uh, sorry. Bye. Anyway, sorry. Bye. Sorry. Is it okay that I'm here? <laughs> it's like that, you know? Yeah. Back then, we're like, fuck it. Let's do a pitch <clears throat> right now. Well, do you have any other embarrassing things that you want to get out? Embarrassing? Yeah. I have one from when I was a really little kid. Do you want to hear it that I think about? Yeah. This is so funny because it's like not even a embarrassing, huge deal. But as a kid, it seemed like it. <clears throat> yeah. My mom took me to a water park. And first, I must have been four or five when this happened because I was so young. I remember, I remember it was one of the first few times that I did something and and had the human thought of that was stupid. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that made no sense, right. and it was one of my first thoughts like that. And it was at a water park, and there was like this slide that wasn't that big it was like um it wasn't like a slide it was almost like a well it was a huge slide but like a really thick one Mm -hmm. like a bunch of kids could slide down and it goes into a little pool and it wasn't like it was just a few feet okay and i remember standing and trying and the lifeguard being like you need to go people are waiting and me being so panicked that i just stood and tried to stand i thought you had to walk down it no I didn't understand that that was the slide. down a water slide? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? How can you even do that? Did you eat shit? Yes. And I just remember it being one of the stupidest things I've ever (laughs) done. And I was like embarrassed, like fully like. That is some, that doesn't seem like something you would do. I guess you were four. (laughs) But even then it was so unlike me. Yeah, that is. But I was like, that made no sense that I would think that. And I was like, oh, that's the water slide. But it's also because I was looking for a bigger thrill. I was like, this can't be the water slide. No. You know, I was like, let me Not walk you down. you an the- adrenaline junkie at four. <laughs> I live for the thrill. Yeah, I do. You know me walking down the slide trying to find a gooder slide. <laughs> <laughs> gooder. <laughs> 
I can't help it, baby. I love, she loves adrenaline. <laughs> um, um, wow. Walking down a water slide is embarrassing. I mean. What have you done? Give me one. Well, we could go back and forth. We could trade off embarrassments. I like this is this is one of my embarrassing moments and it's nothing compared to you. I, okay. I remember and it really stayed with me as a kid. I was like in my desk. Sorry. Like looking at what was going on and like mm-hmm. moving things around. And my teacher in front of everyone said, Miss Weinshank, always fiddling in her desk. Uh-huh. And We're I not- was like, ah! like it hurt. I was like, I felt mortified. I felt humiliated. That's so mean of her. I was like, and I'm like. Am I always fiddling in my desk? Now you're having ADD and her just being mean to yeah. you. I'm like, yeah, well, Catholic school. That is very you to fiddle on your desk a lot, though. That is like, so what are you, you doing? I'm looking for stuff. You know, Sarah loves a chore. She was even in her desk going like, I should organize my desk. <laughs> yeah, I and would I, like pull out my pencil case, look around, put eraser, the whole fucking thing. When you're a kid and you're in class, you have to find ways to cope. You know what I would do? What? When I was a kid in class, I would look at the clock and I would hold my breath and I would see how long it could hold my no. breath. And then I'd try to make it longer than the last time all day. <laughs> what about the kid in class that plays with people's hair? What I about getting your kid. hair played? Oh, in, that in was class? nice. When you were like a junior and the boys wanted to play with your hair. None of the boys wanted oh, to play with Oh, I'd my have hair. boys play with my hair. I'd have boys give me massages in class. No. Yeah. I, you can there's, you still do that. There's Yeah. There's Yeah, I know. I have the guys in comedy give me massages sometimes, too. <laughs> Not, like, privately, but... Yeah, privately, and then you pay them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, that's just Don't one. Don't lie, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, you know what? I will say right now, you know, Jamar Neighbors... I've paid Jamar neighbors to give me a massage, but I had to pay him. And I specifically texted him. I said, I'm paying you not to try and fuck me. That's what the money is for. Because he is the best masseuse. He's a healer. He literally is. No, I know. Has he ever rubbed your shoulder? Yeah. He's a fucking healer. His, he's, he's better than, and I get massages all the time. He's one of the best massagers in the world. But And he's low-key kind of spiritual, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. I think he's actually might be a healer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. No, I know. Jamar's magical. Yeah. For sure, I agree with that. So, but but even on top of that, yeah, it's mostly Jamar and everybody that used to massage me is dead now. <laughs> oh, shit. And that's what it is to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else is dead. Uh, remember Hollywood Kevin? Jesus. Hollywood oh. Jesus. I would go to the comedy store specifically because me and Hollywood... He, me and Hollywood Jesus, Kevin Lee Light, we'd sit in the back and watch Brody for like his whole set. And Brody would sometimes stay up there for like forever if he was like... He'd close it down. Yeah. And and he would just give me like a 30-minute shoulder rub. And it was just the best. And we would just be laughing at Brody's set, sitting in the chairs. He'd be giving me a shoulder rub. Why are you getting massaged by Jesus? So Touched what I'm saying is I was always the girl in high school letting the boys behind me give me a quick shoulder rub. Honey. I'd tell them. I'd say, can you rub my shoulders? No, you wouldn't. And then the teachers would be like, Miss Congdon, stop having the boys rub your shoulders. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, here's an embarrassing But I was a moment. virgin, too. Here's an embarrassing so moment. I didn't <laughs> so I didn't know. Um, I went, there was like this uh, <clears throat> prom for freshmen and sophomores. It was called MORP, which is prom smelled spelled prom spelled backwards okay Mm -hmm. um and i had this boyfriend named jp 
Okay. I was obsessed with him. He was into like punk music. His hair was like crazy spiked like punk. Okay. And um, he was a year older than me. And I thought he was so hot. And at Morp, we just made out the entire time. Oh, like, wow. We were like on bleachers making out the entire time. So much so that like the teacher who was chaperoning the next Monday was like, they had to make an announcement. They, he's, she said, oh, it's nice to see you without your tongue in JP's mouth. No. Yes. What'd you say? Were you humiliated? Humiliated. That's worse than fiddling with your whittle sticks. <laughs> <laughs> humiliated. That's a f- worse than a fiddle with your whittle. <laughs> no, that would have gotten me too. Ugh, not me getting called out by the teacher for being a slut. When I was in high school, I started working at this bar. And I was a food runner, but it was like mostly a bar, but it also had food, but it was mostly a bar. It was like an Irish bar. And um, they had a Christmas party. And like growing up, like I was just like allowed to drink underage a little bit. (laughs) Well, your parents didn't care. Yeah, not really. Like after a certain age, they just like gave up caring. They like knew it was happening and they gave up. And um, so I just like drank at that party. Like I had like, an adult man make me a drink. Okay. <laughs> and I put it in a styrofoam cup and I was just like drinking and hanging out with everyone. And then I guess I was talking to someone when I was drunk and they noticed and they told the owner and the owner came up to me and she was drunk. It was no. The, it was the owner's wife. This is some Florida shit. And she came <laughs> up to me and she was like, are you drinking on our property underage? You need to leave. And she was like, oh, and she was like, you need to get your ass out of here. And she like made me leave. Right. <clears throat> but then she called me the next day to or like a few days later to apologize for yelling at me while she was drunk. No, no, yeah. no. And then they rehired me and they're like, you can't drink here underage, though. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, oh, OK. And then I started dating her son for three years. <laughs> no. <laughs> then I took her son's virginity. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes. No, that's yeah. That's the one I got blowing on Easter morning. What? I told you I got his dad caught me giving him a blowjob on Easter morning. Nothing is more embarrassing than getting caught by a parent. Yeah. Did anything else like that happen to you? Yeah, all the time. Oh, here's a top. Here's a top five embarrassing. Oh, no. Okay, not me having an itchy vagina. Okay. Putting cream on it. Forgetting I put the cream on it. Getting wasted and then getting eaten out. No, with vagina cream. And then my high school boyfriend being like, why is my mouth numb? No. Yeah, it tastes weird. No. I was getting eaten out in his truck. With with (laughs) vagina itch cream. (laughs) High school is wild. Vagisil. No. Not him with Vagisil on his. No. (laughs) You know, like the really bad shit. You, you block out, and then every once in a while, it, like, simmers to the top. And, yes. And that's just what happened. Yes. It was like, I think I've just completely blocked it out. Oh, man. <sighs> no, yeah. that's rough. That's rough, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one I have. I ha- Also, his dad walked in on us making out, and my underwear were in the middle of the floor. So we jumped off of each other, but my underwear was still in the middle of the floor. So when the dad walked in, he's like, what's going on? And just like my my underwear. No. It was like a thong in the middle of the room. No. And then Gus, his name was Gus. I remember Gus's name. Gus says, oh, sorry, Sarah and I were just kissing and stuff. 
Oh, and then no. the underwear is just sitting there. And I'm like, um. And then he's like, all right, I think I'm going to go go outside. And then I grab my underwear. And that was it. No. Yeah. <sighs> Try to think of an Dude, embarrassing if you watch one. Your, if I walked in on my kid fucking, I'd be so upset. Well, I, I talk about Alex, one of our first episodes of Broad Topics. Yeah. Alex talks about how her dad walked in on her when she was fucking her boyfriend and she was doggy style and i was like which doggy style did he walk in from front view back view or side view and she said side view which is the worst you get the whole shebang yeah and he didn't get a one piece he got the whole value meal so what did he what was his reaction he walked in and closed the door real fast and then from outside the door was like he needs to leave no yeah she was in high school still no getting fucked doggy style no her dad no yes yeah have you ever heard your parents having sex no but i would sometimes go try and like because i would like bother my mom at night sometimes you know and be like i have a headache or whatever i can't sleep yeah and every once in a while i would go and try to open the door and it would be locked and i'd be like my headache's gone. <laughs> I just like go lay down. I'd be like, Ugh. I never heard. Thank God. Yeah, me either. Thank God. I don't. I wouldn't want that. My aunt says. My aunt tells the story of she caught my grandma. She walked in on my grandma having sex with my grandpa, which is such a weird thing. Not when they're old, but okay, when they were okay, younger, okay. which is still so weird to think about my grandparents being young and like actually like actively fucking. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. And weird, then my aunt was like, here. your grandma was on top. And I was like, no, no not my grandma being a right, a true writer. <laughs> no, not you calling her a true writer. Like, gra- <laughs> <laughs> like grandma, like grandbaby. True. She's a true writer, sweetie. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's a breed of it's a breed of people. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, so I was like, mm. isn't it weird that our pussies are probably like our moms and grandmas? Like, in the things we're into is probably to, close to similar. No, don't do isn't that disturbing? Yeah, because I you're probably into. I, th- are I think to sometimes probably to, we're also a part of them. Not us having the same kinks as our parents. I, I bet there is some research to that. <sighs> we don't have, have to look kink into it. We could bring on? Do we have a kink specialist? We need to get a kink doc. How long have you been a kink doc? <laughs> uh, all right. I think we should end it there. I do too. That was fucking great. That was that was therapeutic <sighs> to say the least. I feel better. Thank you guys so much for listening. We <laughs> listen, you guys. We fucking love you guys. Every episode, every week, more and more people are saying, I just found this podcast, Breath of Fresh Air. We love you, funny girls. And what I have to say that is, we've been trying to tell y'all for fucking years, dude. <laughs> we've been trying to tell people for years. Uh, but thank you so much for everybody for, for supporting and noticing. And for noticing us. If you like this podcast, <laughs> leave, a, leave a comment in the YouTube section, please. We love comments. The more comments in the YouTube, the more the algorithm gets popping. So throw a comment in. Say what you liked about the show. What do you agree with? Um, give us a, a a subscribe, a rating on iTunes, a review. Pass it on to a friend. Just support okay. any type of way you can. Um, we're going to be doing some cool stuff really soon here. We're excited about it. So, um, Also, yeah. sorry, you should plug Broad Topics. 
and uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon on Instagram at Kim Congdon. Um, listen to my other podcast, Broad Topics, uh, anywhere you find podcasts or on the Gas Digital Network. That's T O P I X with Alex Scarlato. Super funny. And you guys, I will be uh, at uh the rec room in huntington beach no we will have already been there oh okay i'll be doing supernova with sarah weinshank on the 20th um and i will be in houston houston if you're listening and you're out there please come out i'm doing the riot in houston may 27th and 28th two nights only headlining it's gonna be so fucking funny great night make sure you get shows for that if you're around town if you know someone in houston make sure you tag them let them know i'm in town um and then on the 4th we will be in Bellflower. Yeah, we're co-heading at the stand-up comedy club in Bellflower. And then back on June 8th at Supernova, both of us, at 8 p.m. I didn't have that one in my thing. All right. Thank you for keeping me updated, <laughs> Sarah. Um, all right. You yeah. guys, we'll see you next week. Oh, also follow me at Princess Shane oh, yeah. on Instagram, Twitter for show dates. Make sure to leave a review on iTunes for this podcast. If you could, it would be so appreciated. It just takes one minute. That's how we also grow the show. Tell your friends about the show. Check out my solo podcast, Shank, and we'll see you next Monday, babies. All right. Bye. Bye.